0: Hey guys, I'm The Philosopher and welcome to another episode of FGC Philosophy where I help you guys level up inside and outside the virtual arena by talking about topics and having people on the show that I think will help us all level up. Today, I have a guest who is another Michigan local actually highly he is from detroit or around the detroit area and he has agreed to join the show he is one of the best players in michigan he's been around the competitive tekken scene for many years in and out now he's actually teaching other people how to get better at tekken intermediate and beginners which is awesome he does live streams and is doing it all for free that's ridiculous uh so Thank you for actually joining the show. So before we get into the show though, a part of the portion of the show got lost at the very beginning. So we didn't get a chance to hear about his origin story, which I am very upset about and I'm sorry about that. Nonetheless, he gave a lot of information. So I didn't want to scrap the whole entire thing because there's tons of good knowledge in there and there wasn't really too much loss. We're going to hop right into the actual conversation talking about coaching his experiences with coaching me because this is kind of a new experience for him so that said thank you all so much for tuning in and of course thank you to the patrons who help support this channel i could not have been as far as i am now without you guys now on itunes stitcher spotify podbean so yeah thank you guys so much for support. And if you guys also want to support me you can go ahead and do that over at Patreon.com slash Philosopher. Even as little as a dollar a month goes a long way. So thank you guys in advance. Also, if you are listening to this on iTunes or some other podcasting app, I do a video form over on YouTube.com slash The Philosopher. If you ever want to check out some of those or other unrelated videos that aren't on this podcast that are exclusive to YouTube. So you can definitely check those out. Again, YouTube.com slash The Philosopher. Last thing is make sure you guys are leaving reviews giving me those five star ratings to help me get up to new and noteworthy again any support is greatly appreciated but i have to remind you guys to definitely go ahead and do that to help us put a spotlight on the fgc for supporting your locals and supporting the community as a whole all that said though thank you so much and i hope you enjoy the show So what, um, if any, what like findings have you had or improvements? Like if someone was wanting to be a teacher and, you know, a lot of times the best players aren't, aren't always the best teachers as a skill, just like playing the game. Uh, so just from your experience, like maybe I'll, I'll follow up with you in like a year or so, but so far a month into it, what has been your experience and what have you learned to, to change other than just having them fight other players as well?
1: At first, I didn't know how to quite coach them. So I, I basically told everyone, hey, just play the way you play. And then after that, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some type of, um, you know, tips on, on how to improve, what you're doing wrong, what you're doing great. Because, you know, nobody wants to hear all these really negative things about how they play. So I try to focus more on what they're doing um, well and then build upon that.
0: So I guess this is kind of a Tekken-specific thing. And I'm going to have to learn a little bit of Tekken along the way uh, just from some of the questions. I know fighting games are a little bit different here and there. But what... Is, usually, is, there, is there any sort of structure that you have when teaching someone fighting games or do you tailor it to uh, the individual skill level?
1: Uh, I try to cater to more of the individual skill level. That's why right now I'm working on um, both a beginner and an intermediate level session. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beginner session, obviously, are those that are just starting the game or have uh, played the game in the past, but are getting back into it again and um, don't quite know the mechanics of, of how Tekken 7 works. Uh, so I really try to go with them step by step, watch how they play, and then try to um, guide them to what they need to do. So I'll really straightforward tell you, hey, do more of this or do more of that. Uh, that way they can get an understanding of, hey, this move is good or this move is bad. And and just let them play with that. you know. And then sometimes I'll give them a suggestion like, hey, why don't you try out this move because I haven't seen you use this move yet. Try it out. See what it's like. So that way, they get um, into uh, um, a groove, so to speak, of, of learning all these different things that your character is uh, is capable of. Uh, the intermediate class, that is assuming that you know your character decently well, like you know the combos, you know the move list, uh, you have fairly decent movement within the game itself. And that's when I really go into um, in-depth with character knowledge. Because beginners, I don't care if you don't know how to play against the other character, We're not concerned about that we're concerned about how you move with your character and the things that your character has once you get past that level then i go in in, into more detail about okay how do you fight against this character what should you do in order to you know optimize your uh, damage against this character what are some of the quirks that this character that you're playing against that you can take advantage of and so on and so forth um and then that that way they understand that they also understand frame data which I don't really introduce in the beginners because a lot of beginners get overwhelmed with numbers mm. and they just fall apart after that. So I I, I try to eliminate the, um, the, the, the technical stuff as much as possible in the beginners and then leave that for the intermediate sessions.
0: Right. That's actually a really good point too because one of the things that has held me back from Tekken and other games uh, that appear to be the same way or is that there's an overwhelming amount of information that uh, you can actually access. Like if you look at the moves list, it's just like a long, laundry list of, of different moves that you can do. And there's a little explanation as to how to use them. Uh, mm-hmm. So what do you do? Uh, like how, do you, how do you address that, the, uh, the abundance of information? Like how, how do you simplify the amount of information when you're trying to teach someone a game?
1: Well, for, for beginners, what I try to do is um, there's a lot of resources out there that provide you with lists of like the top 10 or top 15 moves of each character. Uh, that's what I really try to focus on for beginners because like you said they don't really know what's good and what's bad but there's already a lot of information a lot of um, uh, resources out there that tell you hey for this character these are like the, you know 10 or 15 of the best moves uh, that you should use um, while you're playing so I guide them to do do that I guide them to practice these moves on a daily basis you know kind of like martial arts you're doing punches and kicks and get them to the point where they can do it uh, by muscle memory that they can do them without thinking. And then when they play against someone, uh, if they happen to freeze up, you know, I'll be like, Hey, remember that, that top 10, top 15, uh, move list, use those, use those lists or print out that list, put it right in front of you. That way you can, you can have it, uh, to reference to when you're playing. Um, same with the combos. There's a lot of staple combos that, uh, beginners can, can work on. They don't really need to know the most optimal damage combo, just a combo that they can, you know, juggle them in the air, get some hits, and and then that's it, right? We're not looking for anything um, super that would, you know, take up like half your life. Just just to get the, the understanding of how to juggle someone, and then take an opportunity to to get the damage from it.
0: Okay, so when it comes to like the the ten to fifteen things that you're going to learn, you kind of listed one of those uh, reasons, but is there a general rule of thumb when uh when using certain beginner combos or moves is there something that's kind of common throughout every character or is it different depending on what character you're using
1: um there are some commonalities so a lot of the uh, the top 10 the top 15 moves have to do with um, how well um they are, are used for poking and you know in Tekken that's kind of like a, a fundamental deal is is poking so I I get these people to understand okay these are the moves that you want to do when you're kind of engaged with another fighter just to you know um get them poking and then also they have other moves that may not be listed as the top 10 top 15 but i would consider them as more like a, a surprise move so moves that you still should learn in your character but throw them out every once in a while uh just to you know keep your opponent on your toes and then um from there they can start understanding okay this is a move when I can use it in this situation. Like I, can, I can't really tell you exactly when to use it in, the, in a certain situation. They have to actually use it for themselves and then discover, you know, when to use it. So this is why I have them play against other players of their caliber because once they start seeing how, how the certain move works, then they know, okay, I can use it during this time. You know, they find that for themselves. They learn um, a lot better through that versus me instructing them, hey, use it like that, you know, because then, then they're just, you know, basically I'm the one playing for them, which I don't right. want
0: to. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of forcing them to learn for themselves and be a yeah. little bit more reliant, giving them the tools, but making it so that they have to find the opportunity to use those tools. Right, right. Cool. Okay, I like that. Um, so when it comes to, you know, helping people, I know one, one reason is obviously the better players get, you, the better you get. Uh, but what other, like, driving factors are there for you when it comes to helping, uh, players get better at Tekken? Like what's, what's the, the motivation behind that? Is it just getting better or are there other reasons as well?
1: Uh, well, for me, um, initially I wanted it to be something, uh, for like, um, a, a selfish reason as getting better for myself, but I realized that, you know, um, I'm getting older and the Tekken community, um, at least uh, in Michigan, um, isn't that big, it used to be a lot bigger in, in, in the past. So I wanted to grow this community again and, and get it back to where it was uh, you know, many years ago. Um, and I, I realized that, hey, this game is really difficult to play. Um, I didn't really have anybody to teach me how to play. I really had to grind it out and that's why it took me so long to get where I'm at. Whereas nowadays, um, a lot of these players have so many resources to go to, but you know, as we pointed out, there's just too much information. So they don't exactly know what to start off with. They have the access to it, but they just don't know what to do. So that's where I kind of come in. Um, you, know, you know, coming from just working on all the stuff from the ground up, I, I kind of give them some structure as to what to do, what to look for, what you know, what to practice on first, and then from there, uh, you know, play with their peers, get get improvements, and and then keep going back and forth. You know, just keep doing that until you finally get a uh, an understanding and and can play for yourself. Um, so for me it's just great being able to see more and more Tekken players I know some people who gave up Street Fighter just to play Tekken just because for them it's more rewarding uh, playing Tekken versus Street Fighter and that's that's the type of stuff I like to hear is being able to find your your game because some people feel like they're forced playing Street Fighter Mm -hmm. because it's like the thing to do but really Tekken is a great game too you just got to give it a chance and I'm here to help you you know, make that, that, that chance, you know, into something uh, more of an opportunity.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's kind of strange. Like I I recently started in FGC, uh, with the help of, uh, Glitch Gaming Lounge and Tekken is by far like next to Smash Brothers, which is like its own kind of entity. Uh, Tekken is the biggest turnout. Like people come there and I've started learning Tekken just because like half the people are sitting there playing it. So it's really interesting how like in different cities and different areas, it's, it's more or less, uh, less popular because street fighter it's like non-existent but tekken smash and a little bit of dragon ball z over here but this is this is a west michigan so uh, i know Mm -hmm. you're over on the east side so it's very interesting hopefully i can make my way back over there again uh but for you what's what is so so interesting like i know you said the 10 hit combos what's so what keeps you coming back to tekken uh, year after year
1: uh it's really the the mind game so once you get past a certain level, like you may know a lot of things about Tekken and you may know a lot of things about a particular character, but what you don't know is how somebody uses that character, right? It, it comes down to, it's not just the character, but the pilot. So, you know, you may be like, oh yeah, I use that character. I know everything inside it now." Well, you may still lose because that person who's playing them is playing in such a unique fashion that, you know, you can't, Uh, adapt to them well um and the whole you know just guessing game part of it it's not just really mix-ups but just getting them to do what you want them to do like the conditioning factor it's it's just a mind-blowing uh aspect of the game uh and then there's so many things that you can do in Tekken because of like the 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 3d aspect of it that really um gets me coming back to it you know parts of the uh you know the whole punishment game whip punishing um you know your reactions and it's all blended together to make it a really uh, fun game for me to play you know uh again even these even custom combos and you know, wall combos all that stuff is also fun too it's like so many different levels like you're just basically peeling up the layers of an onion and getting deeper and deeper in the game and uh that's what brings me uh back to tekken um, each year
0: okay cool yeah there is a lot of character variety and I remember, uh, because I had this conversation with Azure who was also on the show, um, and he he won Michigan Masters, I believe, with uh, Lucky Chloe, who, like, from from my point of view, you know, when I play a low-tier character in Street Fighter, and I rarely see that character, uh, but to see someone that, a character that's considered low-tier win a tournament, but it, it, again, to your point, it has less to do with the character themselves and more to do with that player, the person that's piloting that character, and how... He knew so much about the other players or other characters that he was able to, to win. Because I think L-Train was uh, in Grand Finals with him, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, and, and he definitely understood that that player as well as the character. So it's, it's very fascinating to be able to see that. I'm still very novice when it comes to Tekken. Like, I know more than I'm able to do, but it's still just scattered information here and there so I'm like the more i talk about it the more i get information from players uh the more i'm starting to like take in a lot of information and even though i don't play it there's still a very high appreciation uh, it's fun to watch the game uh, i love watching the top aids of Tekken and, and hearing the commentators and, and things of that nature uh but tangent aside so moving forward um you know obviously you're still teaching uh i'm i'm assuming you're still competing but yeah. uh so what's What are your future goals when it comes to Tekken?
1: Uh, Well, first of all, um, I'm still working on um, trying to travel out to more majors. Uh, Probably nothing this year, but starting next year, I'm going to start try to go into more. I did a whole bunch of uh, Red Bull uh, events that were hosted in Chicago and also one in California. Um, And then also, you know, some of the local ones here I've been going to many of the weeklies that um were hosted by a high school lounge last year and this year uh but for me uh making my next goals are to travel more and and try to hit more majors and also uh you know i want to go to at least one evil so i'm really going to make it or try to make it next year that's kind of like on my bucket list to do because since the the dawn of of the evil series i've not been able to go to one so i think i want to at least get the one you know and then just say hey i've been to one and and that's
0: that so. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm with you right there. Uh also mm-hmm. Evo's going on right now, Tekken Top 8 is going on, so I, I think both of us are like thinking about that in our heads. So, yeah, yeah I definitely I'm, de- I'm definitely with you on on those points. That's a really good goal. Um to, another point that I want to go back on is you talked about peers and and playing with other players. Uh So, obviously you have to play players that are on your caliber or higher to improve. So, what have you been doing to either reach out to other players that are, are better or on the same skill level or or maintaining those relationships like what's what's your habit for finding training partners
1: uh for for the most part i've been trying to play with brian um azure uh, he's kind of been my uh my big competition uh and and what's kind of funny is between myself azure and l train uh we're kind of in a circle like l train will will beat me um, i typically beat uh brian and then Brian will typically beat L Train, so it's kind of <laughs> like that weird, weird circle, right? Because I don't have many issues playing Brian, because um, you know my my character Jack does well against Chloe, so it's not that bad. And you know, he I've played him enough to know what different tricks he's got, you know, up his sleeve. Uh, L Train is different; he plays a different style, and his character sometimes gets the best of me. I mean, I've beat him a few times in tournaments, but overall, he's he's um you know the better the better player. Uh, but then, you know, Brian, he beats L-Train uh, more times than not. And it could be based on his style of play, you know, for, and then L-Train not being able to adapt well or or mm-hmm. Brian conditioning him and and, and catching him at, in critical moments. Um, also for me, I play a lot of online. Uh, I know it's sometimes not the best, based on connection, but I really play against unique play styles. And I'll play a single, you know, match against someone and... I may not know like what's going on because they play so differently, so so oddly that I can't really make a, a good read on them. Um, so I really try my best to get as much exposure out there. There's like so many people out there that play, and they play that you know the same character you know differently each time. So it, it's it's really good for me to get that type of experience. And then, should I play somebody who plays like that, I kind of know what to do. So it really helps expand my my skill set and, and being able to play differently and uh, adapt uh, much quicker. Oh, uh, uh, playing online and, uh, mm. just trying to get, um, you know, exposure to different play styles. Yeah. So, so for me to be able to use my character efficiently, um, there are a lot of times I find myself in autopilot, uh, especially with my main character, Jack, and I'll play a certain way and then other people will know how to play against the character. They'll see through my patterns and will uh, end up, uh, you know, just breaking me down. And, and then I end up doing, you know, everything wrong. So for me, I had to end up switching to another character, my uh, a secondary I've been kind of working on, uh, Kazumi. She's actually all fundamental based. Um, and I didn't realize how uh, much I was lacking in fundamentals. I mean, I, I had good fundamentals, but not great fundamentals. So switching over to her, uh, maybe work on that more uh uh, more often and and her move list is really small and plus she's a non no bs character right there's nothing that she has no gimmicks no shenanigans that will um you know help you squeak out the wings you gotta you gotta play super solid and uh fundamentals um need to be on point and and your focus level needs to be um near at 100 percent. because if you start slacking off with that character uh, then you'll end up um, uh, losing that match. With Jack, I you know I have a little bit of leeway for some things, but with Kazumi, really, you can't. Um, a lot of people struggle with that character uh, at a high level. I did as well, too, until I understood what I needed to do and then bid it. So. Okay.
0: And so you said that you play a lot of different play styles with the same character online. Um, something that I've come across personally, and I'm kind of curious to know how you work that out, is a lot of times... For me, I'm a little slow to adapt to the new style. So they're using the same character, but they're doing it in a different way uh, as somebody else. And personally, I have a hard time condensing that information into something useful and then being able to utilize that information next time. Like, what process do you have? Do you rewatch your matches? Do you just, um, you've played so many matches that you do it faster? Like, what what is that process for you?
1: Uh, For me, when I'm playing somebody I don't know, uh, typically what I do is I try to, Run through some typical scenarios that I have on my character. Like does this person know that after this you can get out of it? The next attack through this way, you know, just just kind of test them, right? Uh, Even if I lose like my first round or second round even a lot of that has to do with just testing the knowledge That this person has against my character Um, Should this person know a lot of these uh, basic common scenarios then that's when I learn how to switch things up like okay, he knows that that I know that I can do this stuff and, and get away with it. So then I try to switch it up to something else, you know, something that he doesn't expect um, that uh, a person would do. Uh, sometimes uh, with with other people, I'll uh, just uh, check them with, with different um, plus frames. So if I do a particular move, will this person press a button? And if they press a button, then I know that if I do it again, um, and I press a move that's faster than their move, they'll get a counter hit. So just stuff like that, I, I, I try not to go um, too ham, so to speak, just not mashing buttons right away, just going in, dashing in, maybe doing a jab or two just to poke them, see what their reaction is, right? Because a lot of people have different types of reactions. Sometimes they just say there, do nothing because maybe they're more defensive. And that's when I'm like, okay, this guy will probably just wait for me to do something stupid and then um, uh, you know counter me with a launch or something. Others are more offensive. They want to do... You know, uh, try to press a button right after I press a button. So in that case, okay, well, next time I'll sidestep or I'll duck if it's a high uh, and then counter them that way. So it's a lot of, you know, just more or or less just testing them uh, from the get-go. And then also, uh, you know, bringing in some prior experiences that I have against other players who may play similar uh, in in that uh, sort of way.
0: Okay, that makes sense. So going with with the basic strategy of understanding how well they understand your character and and their character i suppose oh. okay that makes sense um well you've already given me a lot of information and given the listeners a lot of information but uh when it comes to you know getting better placing higher in tournaments and uh just being an overall better Tekken player what kind of advice would you have to someone who who uh you know probably already asked you that but what kind of answer do you have to to that
1: uh well aside from knowing your character and and knowing the ins and outs of that character what's really important to get into, um, I guess a higher place in the tournament would be to go into practice mode and, uh, give yourself, um, uh, some practice against other characters. So set the, uh, the CPU or I'm sorry, the dummy to do a variety of moves and learn how to block them. That is very important because, uh, you know, you want to be able to, uh, know get your reactions to the point where you can block majority of the moves that uh, a character may have you know nothing like super fast just you know common uh slow lows or or maybe like some strings that you can duck out of Uh, those type of things you want to kind of keep in check and practice uh, and get into your muscle memory because those are opportunities that you can get free damage from you know you can duck a particular high in and, and a string, and you can um, launch them with a while standing launcher. Or if you uh, are able to low parry a low in a particular string, then you can do a low parry uh, combo. So a lot of that stuff, I still train from time to time just because I need to keep my reflexes in check and be able to um, you know, get that, that free damage when, when I can, because otherwise I'm just giving it up. Uh, and then also they need to uh, uh, practice throw breaking I mean, throw breaking is an essential thing in Tekken, and uh, and a lot of uh, beginners don't have that uh, reflex to to break throws. They can't see the arms and breaking throws. Uh, so what I recommend to them is just go into the practice mode. Pick three different throws: one that you know breaks with a with a one uh, break, and then another one with a two break, and another one with a one plus two. And then try to see the arms. You know, it, it's okay if you don't get it right off the bat, but it's going to click. It's clicked for me because it's taken me like three to four seconds to understand how to break throws. Mm -hmm. So they need to go through the same grind too. They're going to have to go through that and they're going to have to choose different characters that have different arm uh, sizes too. One big character, one small character, one medium sized character. Because sometimes people ask me, I can't see any of Jack's throws. Jack's arms are too big. I'm like, well, that's when you have to go into practice mode and then choose those three type of throws that Jack's has. And then just, really focus on and looking at the arms and then reacting to it it's there's no other way for for them to get any better but to just practice that there's
0: no shortcut for muscle memory
1: right right you gotta gotta, yeah you gotta put in the work
0: cool okay thank you uh yeah that was super informative actually so uh we already know your stream you know what if any kind of schedule do you have and where can the people find you social media twitter anything you want to share
1: yeah, sure. So, uh, my Twitch, uh, uh, channel is, uh, Hi Take Kakashi. Um, it's spelled with H-A-I and then Take Kakashi It's one word. Um, they can find me on Facebook. Anybody who's a friend of me on Facebook, uh, already knows how to reach me. Uh, Twitter, uh, same thing. That's my, uh, my Twitter handle as well. Same as Twitch. And then also word of mouth. So sometimes people come to me and be like, Hey, you know, I heard from so-and-so that you're, you're teaching these Tekken sessions. How do I get into it? You know, so I really try my best to kind of uh, reach out to um, as many Michigan uh, players as I can uh, to get into this because, you know, sometimes the opportunity doesn't present itself for them, but I wanted to be as available as possible to, to help them out no matter how, you know, big or small the, the sessions are. Awesome. And then, yeah. And then my schedules are typically from Tuesday through Thursday at the moment. Tuesdays and Thursdays are intermediate sessions. Uh, Wednesdays are beginner sessions and they they start around 9 30 10 10 p.m
0: cool is there any local that you go to on a regular basis
1: uh the high school lounge tournaments uh when they had the Detroit player series uh I would go at least once a week to play in those tournaments uh during the summertime um the tournaments haven't been that many so I haven't really been to those but once the series starts up again uh, hopefully I think in September then that's when I'll, I'll start um you know going back to those and attending those
0: cool okay awesome well thank you so much for joining uh, guys make sure you check out the links that he just had i'll, I'll put them in the description down below just in case um, but as always my name is a philosopher thank you guys so much for tuning in thank you for joining me and i will see you guys in the next one
1: thank you